it's an intro. Mm. Oh. We're going to start this podcast. We're going to do it. This is, wait, I just want to tell you guys, this is really an intro, but let me just tell you. Okay. I was watching um, the Trixie and Katya show. I don't watch RuPaul's Drag Race, but they are two drag queens from RuPaul's Drag Race. Okay. And they have like a, a thing called like Men on the Street where they're out of drag and they do kind of like a Billy on the Street thing. And they had this <laughs> this section where like they wanted people to guess like the names of of pornos based on movies and then like they did one for uh edward scissorhands so you know you got you get edward edward dildo hands edward scissoring hands yeah and then this this one lady said was just like an absolutely straight face uh edward finger hands (laughs) 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 it's just hands Uh. (laughs) that's just a human hand wow Oh, well, <laughs> I, I have a prompt. Okay. Oh, right, yeah, prompt. go for it. All right. For it. Um, I'm going to, yeah, on, on the theme of something we were touching on earlier. Ooh. If you were an Edward Scissorhands type uh, creature, let's say, I, I don't know how you categorize Edward Scissorhands, mm-hmm. what would you have instead of hands and or fingers? <laughs> Ooh. That's a good question. That is a good one. Oh, okay. I... I want to say, like, another body part. Like, mm. Edward feet hands. <laughs> oh, bad. I won't speak to you ever again. So you'd be Noelle feet hands? Mm. I'd be Edward feet hands. Oh, okay. Because I'd be cat. <laughs> I would be cat cat hands. Oh. Cat? No, no, this, would you, this would you have two? Would you have two cats or would you have no, ten cats? Ten cats. <laughs> Are the, is it the whole cat body or is it like a little cat head on the bulb of your finger? See, I'm thinking that the... That one is Steven Universe, what right. you just described. Oh, yeah. yeah. I thought I recognized the image of that in my yeah. mind. Yeah. No, so I want full cats, just full size. complete cats. So, so wait, then each finger is an entire cat? No, yeah. no. This brings up another question because then, cat, are the tips of your would-be fingers, are they the tails of the cat or are the cat assholes coming out no. of where your fingers would be? Well, I mean, the the tip of the finger is, is the head of the cat. But then where's the cat's tail yeah, and Yeah, what is the ass attached to? That's my question. Mm. Me. The ass is attached to me because the cats are now an extension of my body and their assholes are my assholes. So <laughs> so then when you have, so then like above your knuckles, would they just be like little cat tails? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be really cute. I like okay. that. All right. I have a visual now and I'm. Cute is a word. Harassed. Horrified. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about you, Hannah? Oh, yeah. Well, I'm thinking two complete like shark heads mm. on the end. Oh. So like no, oh. no, no hand at all. <laughs> Just a shark's head. Hannah, yeah. no hand. Okay. Shark shark hands. Mm. Because it's like, I mean, if we're gonna get technical shark here, arms. Would would cat Charms. be would cat be cat um cat hands or would she be cat kitten fingers, you know? That'd well, be very good. Oh, cat kitten fingers sure does sound I like mean, a good thing. I mean, if we're going to get into that, fingers. then we have to we have to semantically say that Edward Scissorhands himself is a lie. Well, no, because he doesn't That's have... That's his fingies. Those... He doesn't have, like, a base. Oh, actually, he, have, he right. has a base. He doesn't have a palm. <laughs> yes, he does. No. Does he? Let's He's not this. supposed to, but he does. Let's well, I'm just saying... I don't think he does. I think I'd be... Shark hands. What was the impetus? Why is it? Why are his hands? Hey, scissors. Again? Oh, I remember. I never I'll tell got you. to say my thing. <laughs> oh yeah, what is yours? Lizard finger. Very good. It's very good. It's my blog. All right, so we've got Caitlin lizard fingers, Hannah shark hands, Noel foot hands. Oh. Yeah, feet hands. Feet hands. And cat kitten hands. Um, so those <laughs> these are our new D and D characters. Uh, the rest of this podcast will be dedicated to. I don't uh, want to be on a podcast with Noelle Feet Hands. <laughs> Noelle Feet Hands is a monk, and she just does like just fucking crazy kicks. Oh, She's kicking with every so limb. <laughs> I'm imagining you walking like a dog with your four feet. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Let's play D and D.
Hi, I'm Kat. Hi, I'm Noelle, and I, wait, you didn't say I who did, you are. I you was, just I was like, making a dramatic pause. <laughs> it was too long. Anyway, I'm done with this. Moving on. <laughs> Get it I'm, out, Kat. <laughs> anyway, I'm Kat, and I'm, I have kitten hands. <laughs> I'm Noelle. I play Fran, who is a water soul genasi wizard at level eight. Which is twice the number of feet I have. <laughs> Damn. That's right. These fools, they defeated some gods. Well, some demigods. Defeated. You <laughs> And you leveled up. You did good, kids. Noelle is the only person in the room laughing right now because the rest of us are crying. I'm in awe. Anyway, who are the rest of you? I'm Caitlin, um, soon to be replaced on this podcast. <laughs> uh, and I play Corbin, who is a human druid. Cool. Level Eight. We just went over it. Uh, yeah, I was starting to remember the German word for eight, but I couldn't. <laughs> Ocht. Ah. Got it. Wow. Thanks. Yeah. All right. All, All right, right. Sharkhands. Who are you? It's me. I'm the Slake. Level <laughs> is eight. Fighter. Half orc. Me. Also, eight is four times the number of hands that I have. <laughs> so. All right, so last time, uh, you met Phelan's sister. She told she told you that she is the Slayer. And then she told Phelan to get her, get his ass over there and fight with her. Uh, and mm. he buffed you guys on his way to go fight you. Yeah. And yep. then he did a lot of damage to Slake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Water under the bridge. <laughs> <laughs> he just lightly stabbed you a few times. <laughs> Listen, what's a light stabbing between friends? <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's what I always say. So after a fight, you guys uh, defeated-ish, defeated-ish the uh, Loria, and mm. Phelan finished her off with a dagger in the back, as he does to all of his sisters. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not all of them. Yeah. That's true. That's <laughs> all true. but one, maybe. So far. Well, like no, we he has him. stabbed Mary. <laughs> He's already done that. God damn it, Phelan. Phelan. <laughs> not the first time he saw her. Motherfucker. I feel like we need to have, like, an intervention. <laughs> I mean, it's his whole thing. He's the betrayer. He, stabbing people in the back is what he does. Yeah, but the sisters thing is starting to be like a pattern he that needs I'm just to, like, worried about. Figure out how to do something else. <laughs> yeah, mix it up. Yeah, so Phelan stabbed her in the back and whisked her away and was like, "Hey, good job, guys." Uh, the queens have retreated to the war room uh, to start planning. Ah, uh, right, and they want us to uh, convince people to send their troops to Ilfra. And that is where we are now. So everybody has gone to their rooms, correct, Kat? Yeah, or to, or, I mean, a like lot of we them. Can, we can find them. Yeah, if, especially uh, now that you've got Dodson back, he can mm-hmm. show you to where everyone is. Who do you want to talk to first? So the one that I would like to go see first is Princess Magdalena, Tenamine's aunt, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. is involved with the, the boat. She loves boats. With loves people boats. dying in Pretty tragic much boat accidents. What we know is boats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know who hates she- boats? Torva. <laughs> that guy can't stand a boat. Save your arguments for her. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so you go to Magdalena's rooms. She has rooms in the palace. Okay. Um, Dodson shows you to them and he takes a card out of his pocket and he writes your guys' names down on it. And he goes, Excuse me one moment. Oh, yeah. And he walks into the room and then comes back a minute later and he bows and shows you in. I fist bump Dodson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I look over at Corbin and I go, I love him so much. He's a really good guy. <laughs> uh, and then I sweep in. Mm-hmm. And we're all still in like our cool clothes. Like Slake's got like a cape and shit. Yeah. Yeah, Hell you guys yeah. look fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> your, your clothes are maybe a little worse for wear after uh, fighting two demigods. Yeah. But yeah. it's cool because they all saw us fight yeah. with the demigods yeah. and fucking win. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It was great. So uh, Magdalena, she is sitting on a couch and she is, you know, she's decked out in like beautiful jewels and tons of like embroidery on this dark red dress. And she's the one also who is like super into magic. Yeah, she loves magic. Yeah, so she's got, she has another dress that's been embroidered in runes, which like you guys can read and they just say things like spell for flatulence (laughs) (laughs) and like... Here's how to make bread rise really well. And yeah, Instant sourdough mix. And yeah. she says, oh, honored guests, 
Oh, to see you fight was simply magnificent. The true power of the gods on display in your magic. And she motions to you, Fran. Like, it was so amazing to see you work those ancient spells as if you had only learned them yesterday. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment. <laughs> I, I I just, like, sweep my hand. And I'm like, oh, it's fine. And a harmless shower of sparks comes out of my hand. Oh, <laughs> and she swoons a little. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. It was so spectacular to see you. Fighting. <sighs> Tell me, what can I do for you? Well. Oh. Here's the thing. We happen to know about happenings. <laughs> really? <laughs> there's, there's a crisis in the north. If you think what's been happening in this city is bad, I'm fairly sure it's much worse there. What we need so that bad things don't return to Madria, that we stop them in Ilfra. I see. And so I suppose you are looking for my vote when it comes time to call the Council of Families together and see if we will march to war for Ilfra? That is absolutely correct. You got it in one. You well, are so smart. I'll just explain to you the, the mechanic that I'm sure trying to math out. I like thought it all out and then I didn't do the math ahead of time. Ah. The check for your persuasion check, mm. that is based off of the approval that you already gained oh. from them. Okay. So, like, people that you already have high approval with, it'll be a low check. Okay. And okay. People that you have uh, cool. maybe not persuaded so well <laughs> to your side, it'll be a little bit more difficult. Right. Um, but if you guys want to try and persuade her more, I will give you, uh, for each, like, good point you make in her favor, you will get another point of approval, basically. Ooh, okay. So that will lower Whoa. the difficulty of the check. Okay. I have two things I can promise her. Okay. While I myself do not have any soldiers, my husband's family has a sizable retinue. What of our home here in Madria or my husband's estates? I cannot leave them unprotected. Well... First of all, the city guard won't be leaving, so they'll still be here to protect everything that needs protecting. Also, Torva's eye is on Ilfra, so he shouldn't be coming back until after your armies would have returned anyway, if he even wanted to. He also has no foothold in the city anymore now that Lori is gone. Also, uh, and this is, you know, you didn't hear it from me, (laughs) I say. But you like boat racing, right? Why, yes, it is one of my great passions. But what does that have to do with anything? (laughs) Well, uh, you know how Nguinian's like really good at boat racing? Oh, unfortunately, yes. Wouldn't it be great if like your team and his team could like join up? What exactly are you proposing? I'm proposing that I have a little pull with a guy I know named Satoon Nguinian, and uh, I could put in a good word for you, given the circumstances. Uh I see. Magdalena approves. Well, should you secure that alliance from me, perhaps could be persuaded. (laughs) Who wants to roll a persuasion check? I rolled a 14. 14? That'll do it. Oh, thank God. She says, that'll do. Very well. Should you secure this alliance for me with the Nuinians, then I shall dedicate a portion of our troops to your cause. All right, cool. (laughs) Thanks. Mary bows and signs, we appreciate your generosity. Hey, do do you want me to activate the runes on your dress? (gasps) I would be honored. (laughs) And she holds out a sleeve. uh, And this sleeve has a uh, rune for... Increasing size on it. <laughs> um, is there any other thing on there? See, there's... Uh, is there anything that will be at all useful to her? Yes. Okay. <laughs> there is a rune for uh, making things sparkly. Okay. All nice. right. I say, oh, this one. This one looks really good. And I, I touch it and I magic if i it up and it her dress becomes very like glittery and sparkly and she squeals with the light <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a freebie that's on that's on me nice. <laughs> smooth all right very well done friend <laughs> all right are you guys ready to move on to your next uh 
Victim? Yes. Yep. Yes. Indeed, I am ready to victimize someone else. Mm-hmm. Always. Okay. Who do you want to talk to next? Who else we got? Do you want to do uh, Renetta? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Renetta, the queen's sister. Yes. Married to Azam, son yep. of the king of Danmar. Affianced. Gonna move when Tenevine is secured. Yes. Mm-hmm. She also likes Phelan. Yeah. She, she wants his approval. Yeah. Oh. All right, so Dodson takes you to Renetta's rooms next. Uh, before we go in, I'm going to say to you guys, uh, so um, who do you think should uh, handle this one? Uh, Corbin looks at Slake. Mary, Fran also looks at Slake. Mary looks at Fran and then signs, not you. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for saying that it, not saying, things are not at me. <laughs> <laughs> Mary, I pre- Thanks for Mary. Thank you, Corbin. Shh. <laughs> I I pat Corbin's arm. It's not either of us. We've 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 dug our grave. We bungled it. <laughs> okay. We really thought she was the one. <laughs> in fact, we might we maybe shouldn't even be in the room. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, frankly, let's let's not go in the room. It might be better for us not to be there. Slakes like and Mary should go by themselves. All right. Well, Mary, uh, Mary takes your arm, Slake, and uh, you know, puts her hand in the crook of your arm and nods to you. Okay. Cool. You got this, intern. You got it. You're so cool. <laughs> Thanks. And then Corin, let's play. I have a dice kit. Let's play D and D. Yes. All right. Uh, <laughs> we wait in the hallway. Yeah. All right. Wow. And uh, Dodson gets in on your game. Oh good. Oh yes. <laughs> Is I, he the DM? Yeah, can he yeah. DM? Yeah. Yes. yes. Awesome. Dod- Dodson Moodson DM. Yes. <laughs> he, he is, um, his whole adventure is like you have to go hunt down ingredients for a great feast. That's what his adventure is. It's actually it's D&D&D. And D and D. It's diners, drive-ins, and dives. <laughs> yes. Really good. Dodson Goodson is a perfect man. He's, He's really great. A, a good, good son. Meanwhile, Mary and Slake have a much less fun task, and uh, that is... To convince Renetta. So Renetta, she allows you entrance. And when you come in, you see that she is, uh, she's blotting her eyes with a handkerchief. And Azam is there and he's rubbing her back very, very soothingly. And uh, she looks up at you two and she catches herself before she makes a snide remark and then says, What can I do for you, honored guests? This is not an ideal time. Um, I, I bow deeply. Mm, Mary um, bows as well. And I say to her, uh, Princess Renetta, I recognize this is a very difficult time for you. And, I mean, we were, well, we were quite close to the situation ourselves. We don't want anything like this to happen again. Thankfully, we were able to keep Tenevine safe, but Torva is mobilizing forces up in the north. And frankly, if we don't stop him from conquering the world place by place, uh, he's going to have his hands on everything. So we've come to ask for your aid. We know that you love your sister and that you wanted to keep her safe. So if you'd be willing to... This is the best way to help her and everyone. Yeah, Renetta approves. And Azam sighs and he looks at her and says, I cannot believe Lord Andolin. Yes. And and Renetta, she just she puts a hand up. She says, Do not speak that name to me. I know that what went down from the outside seemed like Lord Andolin was against us, but he actually helped all of us in that final fight. He keeps a lot to himself, so it's hard to know sometimes what's really going on with him, but I think that he has a good heart. He's not doing what he's doing because he wants to be doing it. He's doing it because Torva has a hold over him, but he really wanted to protect everyone here, and I'm sure that if he could, I I think we can, well, it's hard to say, but I, I think you can trust his intentions. 
And, well, we can send him anything message-wise if you want. I love failing and I love sleep. I'm dying. That was so sweet. I got so emotional. (laughs) All right. uh, Yeah, Renata approves. Well, if you could get a message to him and tell him his his friends at the court of Madria, we wish for him to come back. Uh, Why don't you roll a persuasion check? Holy Slate. shit. I'm so scared. You got this, buddy. <gasps> 17. Not too shabby. And Renetta dabs at her eyes again and holds Azam's hand for a moment, gives a brief squeeze, and then says, All right. Well, Azam, he pipes up and he says, Then I shall send troops from Denmark to your cause. Yes. Yes. yes! All right, you guys managed it. You got Renetta. Uh, uh, maybe you guys- we could talk to someone next who doesn't hate you. Well, I mean, I think maybe... It's a short list. <laughs> so, who- <laughs> so I think uh, we'll go see Agsprat next, uh, right. Lilia's dad. So uh, Agsprat has been put in temporary rooms because he does not live in the palace. Okay. Um. So Dodson shows you to where he is being housed. Dodson goes in, he announces you. Uh, and then he comes out and opens the door for you and shows you in. Uh, and then he, as as uh, Fran and Corbin are passing by, he says, we'll finish our game later. <laughs> yes! Yeah! Dodds and I can't wait. So Agsprat, he is pacing the room. He looks very agitated. Mm. And as you guys come in, he, he points at you. And he says, I knew that boy was up to no good. <laughs> And he continues facing, and that guard, that guard, she was always getting in the way of my daughter and her marriage. I knew that none of them were up to no good. You were right. <laughs> I you was knew right. It. Yeah. And none of you listened to me. <laughs> Corbin gets down on his knees and puts his head on the ground and he says, We were wrong. I also do the same thing, <laughs> prostrate on the ground. <laughs> I imitate what others do, so. <laughs> Mary stays standing. She is a god. <laughs> She's not going to prostrate herself. Whatever. That's Mary's prerogative. We're so sorry, sir. <laughs> we didn't mean to. We should have listened to you from the beginning. We were fooled. Yeah, uh, Agsprat approves of all that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Read him like In a fucking hole. book. Lord Greenspire, we can't apologize enough, but at this point, we've come to ask for your aid. Torva is mobilizing his forces in the north, and we don't want a repeat of what happened here. Uh, This time we were able to stop him, but if we don't stand in his way, he's just gonna keep doing it basically everywhere. And, well, we're on your side. We think that your kingdom deserves to be respected and taken seriously. And this might be an opportunity to demonstrate to everyone just how powerful you are. Yeah. I jump to my feet. Yeah. I'm just like, yes. Corbin also jumps up and he says, you can show all of them your true strength. And uh, I forget if Agsprat I said he had a beard, but now he does because he's stroking it. <laughs> um, Good. says, mm, that is true. Gnomish weaponry is among the best in the world and our... Contributions to a war effort would be truly the most valuable of any other of the families of Madria. And you could make diplomatic ties with Ilfra, not just with Madria. That is true. You, you make good points. You joining this war could be the difference between winning and losing it. Yeah, Agsprat does approve. He, he approves of all these things. Because, <laughs> well, perhaps I could be persuaded. And that's your cue. 19. All right. I think your contributions would be brilliant, and I, for one, can't wait to see what you guys can do. All right. You've convinced me. Should it come to a vote, I shall dedicate my forces to your cause. Oh, thank you so much, sir. And I shake his hand. We can never, ever repay you for this. (laughs) You're right. You cannot. You're the best. (laughs) I am. That is true. (laughs) This guy. All right. We all agree. Goodbye. He killed it. <laughs> Mary shakes her head as, as like after you guys have left, and she says, "I don't like that guy." <laughs> What's the? Is your proficiency in in ass kissing was that part of your guardian training? <laughs> is that how you were supposed to treat me? 
Yeah, they told us that if we didn't kiss your ass, Mary, you would open up your mouth and a hundred rows of teeth would fly out and kill us. It's horrible. Yeah. Can you do that? They told us, they told me that at like year five. I was five years old. I don't think I can I do that. I had nightmares about it because I saw you as a baby one time. They just told me that it would be uh, a horrible faux pas and I'd be thrown off the island. So I tried to do it as much as possible. <laughs> <laughs> that explains a lot. Damn. <laughs> Well, you guys have one more have one more to go to. It's Sylvia Gilda. Gilda. Miss Torva right. herself. Yeah, what the Ms. fuck? Miss Torva 2019. How are we going to make this argument to someone who just loves Torva so goddamn much? No. Does anybody have anything purple that I can put on? Oh, I'm... We have well, that banner. You have Slake. Yeah, just put yeah, me Slake, off. Slake, you definitely... Wait, Slake, can you like pose as a Torva worshiper and be like, I thought that Torva was good too? Oh, my... I love this. <laughs> Okay, but that's good. Do I have time to go change? Or yeah, you're, I... you're already wearing black and purple. Well, I'm yeah. wearing my. Oh, oh, wait, you're right. The cape is like a plum. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah we're fucking good. All right. Yeah. Yep. So. Yep. You're good. And Corbin, you can be like my my life oh, coach. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be like I'm like I'm going on this journey with Slake, and they're just really yeah. working through some things that yeah. I think you could relate to, Sylvia. I'll be yeah. bad cop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm loving this. Let's see how Sylvia. Yeah, we gotta read the room. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. All right. Uh so Dodson takes you to the rooms where she is being housed and uh comes out and he looks a little bit confused. He says, Well, it appears that she is not in her rooms. Uh wow. her servants directed me to the sanctuary. So oh. he, takes, he takes you there. Uh and this is a it is a round room with many like it has altars to all of the gods there's a big altar to minutine and you find sylvia kneeling in front of the altar to torva Mm -hmm. and she is knelt her head bowed her hands clasped in prayer oh does she look like she's been crying or does she look like she's just having a good time uh she looks like she's not crying but she's also not having a good time Okay. Mm. Okay, 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 okay. Those are the only. Those two. are the only emotions. Yeah. <laughs> Having a good time or, or crying. crying. Oh, I have a good. I have an idea. Okay. okay. All right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go ahead and sit down next to her at the altar, and I'm gonna sit there and look up at the altar and and look very distraught. Can you get some tears out? It's like, uh, why don't you roll a performance check? Hit me. <laughs> you want me to? Uh, or I can shine a light oh, in yeah. your eye. Yeah, or you could, or just, could or you just, could just bend illusion. some water, bend some tears out of my face. Okay, yeah, I do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I'm gonna sit down next to her, and I'm gonna be looking up at the altar. And I'm gonna say, I just don't understand. <laughs> the the marchioness she sets her hands in her lap and shakes her head. And says, I do not either. Have we not faithfully worshipped you, my lord? She's staring up at the altar as she says this. Says, Have we not? been supplicants to your will and yet you would send your children to spy on us and attack our city oh the ways of the gods are unknowable but and she looks at you and she sees like takes stock of you looks at your clothes looks at your contrite expression and she takes your hands slake and says but it is our job as as loyal followers to understand his will in all of its all of its fickle whimsy and uh, follow the path that he has laid out for us. Is that not right? Corbin bursts through the doors and, and Cor- Fran is hot on his heels. Good. And, and he says, Slake, I've been looking everywhere for you. What are you doing? What are you doing, Slake? What are you doing? Fran, Fran, please be calm. Oh, Fran. What is this place? <laughs> it's a t- t- chapel. I got confused. <laughs> it's okay. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's like an after school special. <laughs> the, uh, the Marchioness. Uh, the Marchioness looks up and goes, What? What is going on here? I'm Please, sorry. we are trying to pray. I'm sorry to interrupt. Slake, I thought you weren't going to turn back to him. Like we told you no friend uh, I don't know I don't know what to do I I, I really believed in Torva I really thought that he, he was gonna make a big difference he's a butt in my life friend this isn't helping and, and yet here I am 
after all the the that we've been through together, torn torn between doing right by my friends and doing right by Torva. <laughs> and uh, Sylvia looks to you like trust in our Lord, honored guest. We may not know what his plan is, but it is our job as his followers to be loyal to him. And she looks back at the at uh, at the other two and says, they are unworthy. With all due respect, Marshana. <laughs> friend, <laughs> friend, if you can't be polite, leave the chapel. I sit down and, and just fold my arms and legs. <laughs> which, uh, which altar do you sit down at? Yeah, where do you sit? Uh... So I, I sit down by uh, Rove, the water mm. lady. Yeah, the rain. Rove the, is the rain. The that's rain. right. <laughs> by the way, Mary did not come into this room with you guys. I forgot to mention that. Oh, good. That's yeah, fair. Mary stayed Best outside. She doesn't see this. Yeah, she is understandably reluctant to go into places of worship. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. fair. Mm-hmm. Corbin says, with all due respect, Marchioness, <laughs> Slake, sometimes... We are faced with decisions that come not from the gods, but from the forces. Do the gods not serve the forces that created them as we serve the gods? Sometimes, as we may step out of line, so may the gods. And sometimes... Fran is dying of laughter. I'm, I'm honestly just impressed. I, I know. I'm like, holy shit. Fran is just like baffled. Like she doesn't turn towards you, but she's like, she's she's dying. It's gone. Uh, sometimes it's up to us to decide who we want to follow. Whether it's a god who brings hope and happiness to our people or a god who destroys against the will of those who would do good in our lives. And it's not abandoning your faith to make that choice. I, I, I sob intensely, and I grab Corbin, and I give him a big hug. Corbin, like, brushes your hair and, and like, pushes you. I'm, I'm so glad you're here for me, Corbin. <laughs> it's all right. This is not weakness. <laughs> and you can see Fran's shoulders shaking, <laughs> maybe from tears or maybe not. <laughs> Just from something. She can't say anything. Some unplaceable emotion. Corbin, that is a beautiful speech. Thank you. Um, however, Sylvia disapproves. Oh, yeah. oh my God. <sighs> I mean, there's no- Sylvia. If she's that into Torva, like. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think, I don't think, think we're going to yeah. convince her. Yeah. I- she gives a huff. She says, I believe you have mistaken me, young man. This kingdom did nothing to protect my people, did nothing to protect my home. And I pray daily to Torva, our lord and our conqueror, that I may be revenged. Has he given you that revenge? It appears that he is working on it. Marchioness, we may not understand the will of Torva, what he's trying to do, why he does the things he does. But we can understand the result of his actions. And we can understand the choices that we make. If you don't help the others who need help, then you're no better than the people who didn't help you when you needed help. Mm. Yeah, Sylvia... She she approves, but maybe not in the way that you necessarily want her to. Uh, and she, she says, you're, she, and she leans forward and says, you're right. It is time that I take my armies to where they are needed. Oh, jeez. Thank you for your guidance. You guys can make a persuasion check to keep her from leaving. Yeah, fuck this lady. Okay. Well, that's a... Uh... Whoa. What'd you get? I rolled a 19. Oh! Friend shaking quietly in the corner trumps all of us. Because I jump to my feet and I say, hey, you bastard. (laughs) Stop right there. Excuse me. (laughs) 
if you are going to take your troops to go fuck up other people's lives the way that your life was fucked up, I swear to God, I'm going to kill you right now. Uh, she takes a step back and then uh, she looks up at the icon of Torva and says, I see. Well, if you're going to resort to threats of brute force when I have no guards here to defend me, hmm, I will not send my troops north then. Which is about as good as you're going to get from I her. Think All so. right. Yeah. Okay, good. She, she sits back down and says, if you'll excuse me, I would like to be left alone in prayer. All right, cool. You have a lovely home. Goodbye. Have fun with that. Corvin kicks the altar a little bit as he goes out. All right. <laughs> but you guys did. You did actually really well. You got three out of four here. Oof, plus nice. plus Nuinian. So that yeah. is four, yeah. whew, four of the families. Oof. We did it. What's up, my little baby listeners? Hello. It's me, Noelle, again. And this little friend you're listening to is the very last episode of Arc 4. This is our longest arc ever, in fact. Court intrigue takes time, apparently. Um, But it's kind of fun to, like, look back on their past arcs at this point, now that there's, like, been a few, and think about kind of their different narrative flavors, even though they're kind of all overlaid with jokes and shenanigans. (laughs) Like arc four was the Guardians learning to use some semblance of etiquette in this high-class, fancy, pretty place. Obviously, the introduction of Slake was a new flavor. There was uh, a pirate interlude kind of in the middle end. And then like arc three was this mysterious desert adventure Arc 2 is wild, epic quest plot stuff. Like, every episode was tense. And then Arc 1 was just me crying every single day over audio problems. <laughs> I mean, every arc is that, but Arc 1 was especially that. So, love it. Uh, thanks, y'all, for sticking with us down this wild road. Uh, the next episode will be a little Q&A, and then we'll hop on into Arc between four and five that little little nugget of an arc uh which i will reiterate is really good (laughs) okie dokie so this episode is brought to you as always by our patreon supporters and our new patrons for this episode are cherry francois melon or melon just melon Lainey Barbarian, Tucker, Dylan, Craig, and Mary. Thank you guys so much. I literally sounded like Almenia when I said that, and I'm just going to lean into it because I'm guessing in Arc 5 we're going to hear a lot more Minnesotan accents, including mine, don't you know? Anyway, okay, so this episode is also brought to you by Genuine Fantasy Press. Genuine Fantasy Press is giving away a free version of the new book, The Compendium of Forgotten Secrets Awakening, at GenuineFantasyPress.com. This book is for 5th edition D&D. All the player content is included in the free version, 125 pages of it. It includes 34 new subclasses, 17 new warlock patrons and familiars, over 175 new spells and invocations, 10 new races, and dozens of campaign hooks. This book is designed to work with both classic and homebrew settings, and it gives you ideas for your world and game. It's full of beautiful, full-color artwork. The full version is 190 pages, and it's available internationally in hardcover on Amazon. Genuine Fantasy Press. Inspiring adventure. And I also want to tell you a little bit today about Empire of the Ghouls. Empire of the Ghouls is the first 5th edition campaign from Cobalt Press for characters level 1 to 14, taking your heroes deep into the realms of the undead. Explore a kingdom of terror and blood ruled by vampires, and far below the earth in the underdark, a mighty empire of ghouls. Spooky! This massive 5e campaign will include new Underdark lore, as well as tons of undead monsters, magic, and more. With both an adventure book and a player's guide. 
Sign up for alerts when this Kickstarter goes live at www.cobaltpress.com kickstarters. And you can find that link and others I have mentioned in our show notes. So that's it for sponsors, but let's bop on over to iTunes where I want to thank the incredible people who give us gifts that cannot be quantified in money, except in a very uh, cause and effect kind of way. What I'm talking about is our iTunes reviewers, of course. So they really, really help our download numbers and we appreciate you guys so much. So that thanks goes out to Pyrog Maniac. Jamie from ATL, who I swear I thanked before, but that's okay. You get, Thank you so much. Fluffy Bean and SMKKVN. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. And you said that you live for my jokes. Thank you so much. That's, I don't think, something I've ever heard about our podcast before. <laughs> um... Thanks. I also live because of my jokes. Uh, Last of all, a message to Chantel. Chantel, you light up my life every single day. Chantel, you're the best. The code word today is Amethyst Enchantress, and the sleeper agent is active. Go! So uh, a couple hours later, you guys have some time to, like, chill and recoup and, like, have some charcuterie um, <laughs> in your rooms. Yeah, Dodson gets you some charcuterie. Um, you guys finish your game of D&D&D. Yes. Um, <laughs> uh, in the end, the true feast was the friends we made along the way. Wow. <laughs> so we ate our friends, cat. <laughs> Mm. We unclear. Committed cannibal acts. <laughs> it's unclear. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, Dodson puts away the uh, the box, the game box, and you see on the outside it's a product of Hungry Boy Inc. Oh my oh, god! Yes. Incredible. There is a chiming bell that resounds through the palace, and Dodson lets you know that this is the that this bell is to signal the vote. Uh, and he shows you to the war room again, where representatives from all of the major families have come together, all the major families who hold lands. You don't know a lot of these people. You know, they haven't really been important to the court so far. But you do see your familiar faces. You see uh, Nguyenian's father. He's looking very dapper. He's looking very confident. You know, he's just helped avert a major crisis in the palace. He's doing good. Uh, you see your friends... Ag Sprat, you see Renetta and Azam <laughs> and uh, Magdalena. And they are all, all of them are, you know, them and uh, Nguyenian, they're all sort of in conference with other nobles and chatting and, and uh, you know, trying to turn them to your guys' side for you. Is the Marchioness also there? Yeah, the Marchioness is there, but she is, she's pretty stony. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't look good. Helmshire would also be there. Actually, Helmshire is not there. He is, uh, he's not yet well enough oh, to, no, he's to go. On, but on uh, Beatrice, his assistant, <laughs> oh, nice. has I come for him. And she's she's wearing, you know, his like his house crest and his house colors. And, and uh, she looks really, really nervous because she's not usually in this room with all these noble heads of houses. And she's just uh, standing like stock still. And she has a little notepad out and she's... She's ready to do her best here. Nice. Good. I wave at her. Uh, she gives you guys a little wave back. And uh, then the queens enter the room, but the queens have changed into uh, formal armor, basically. Hmm. Uh, and they look... Tenavine is tall and imposing. Her hair has been plaited into two braids down her back, and she wears her crown with her head held high. And uh, Lilia is wearing... Like, it is definitely not functional armor. It has, like, a big metal skirt to it with, like, a bunch <laughs> of petticoats underneath and uh, a heart-shaped breastplate mm. and, you know, little steel roses on the <laughs> collarbones. Jeez, what's the thought that counts, I guess? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and she stands on a chair next to her wife and Tenevin says, Thank you for gathering here today. In light of the events which interrupted our celebration of life, we must make a decision. Our allies in the north 
and she nods to Ambassador Almenia and uh, Lord Maldrix, who is, he's like hovering just behind Almenia, being like, I'm also part of this delegation. <laughs> um, and Almenia has her arm around the, the elven boy who had carried the message. And Tenavine says, our neighbors in the north will need our help. Thanks to the brave heroes of Danmar and now of Madria as well. Our own city has avoided attack. But, unfortunately, our allies in Ilfra have not been so lucky. They currently face an unprecedented siege, attacked from all sides. My lords, my ladies, we must make a decision. Will you send your troops to help our allies? Please cast your votes on the table. And everybody you see now is, they're holding like these little tokens. Um, some of them are holding red tokens, and some of them are holding blue tokens. And uh, several servants sort of elbow their way in to start counting tokens as people begin tossing them on the table. You see a, a blue token get tossed. You see Renetta and Azam, they toss a blue token together. Uh, you see Magdalena, she tosses a blue token. Sylvia tosses a red token. Mm -hmm. You see a very fancy lord who was at uh, Renetta's party. You see him. He tosses a red token. Whatever. Bitch. <laughs> you see Agsprat. He is, he's got both tokens. He's toying with them. And he, he looks at you guys and he sort of begins tossing a red token. And then he tosses a blue token. God, <laughs> that player. Son of a gun. Ugh. And in the end, they, uh, the servants tally up the tokens and uh, they present the results to the queens. And Tenevine looks down and says, Very well. I thank those of you who have agreed to send troops to our allies. Those of you who have not, I am issuing a decree of royal importance. You will station your troops here at the city. You will bring your people from the outlying lands into the city for refuge. These are uncertain times, and we must act quickly and decisively. Our kingdom is too large to effectively protect we will centralize our people and our resources here at our most defensible point. And she points to the city on the map. Those of you who will not be sending your troops north, you will station them here. Should another attack be mounted on our city, we will be ready. In the meantime, I will requisition members of your staff to set to work rebuilding our navy. That is our most important resource, and unfortunately the largest casualty of this attack. There will be no votes on this. There will be no arguing. We must do this if we are to survive. We are not facing another kingdom. We are not facing raiders. We are not facing pirates. We are facing a god. And we are mere mortals. But we mere mortals will not go down without a fight. People, uh, everybody who like cast the blue tokens, they all applaud her wildly with you guys. I assume that's you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh yeah. <laughs> they applaud her. Uh, the people who cast red tokens, they look a little mad. A little salty. Ooh. A little salty, a little ashamed. Good. Uh, but Tenevine dismisses them and they all file out. Hmm. And you guys, do you, do you leave with them? Do you stay behind? I feel like we should tell the queens to keep their eyes on yeah. yes yeah. Yeah, yeah all right to, to keep their eyes on Gil Sylvia Gilda yep mm -hmm. all right and if we're telling the queens that i want to tell them this is this is really hard for me to say i look up at tenamine <laughs> but you can keep my boat <laughs> oh corbin puts his, his hand on your shoulder fran like gives you a little squeeze mary i nod mary takes your hand and squeezes it fran <laughs> and tenaby and um she looks at her wife and then and they, they share a little smile between the two of them Aww. and then tenaby she uh walks over and she puts her hands on your shoulder on her, your shoulders fran and she says thank you i appreciate this I hug the queen. <laughs> oh. oh, she's a little taken aback, but she she pats your back. Take good care of it. Mary jumps in on the hug. Oh yeah. Oh, once Corbin sees Mary go for it, he's in. I want to be part of this hug. <laughs> we oh. all hugging. 
Uh, and Tenavine hugged you all back, and like you can tell, she really needed a hug. Aww. She deserved better. She did. <sighs> thank you for all you've done for our city. I, I cannot thank you enough. But Lilia chimes in, uh, <laughs> and she walks over and says. We may not be able to express our gratitude enough, but we will express it in silver. I'm sure you have a long journey ahead of you. I have set aside funds from the Royal Treasury to help you outfit your expedition. Will you be marching with our army or will you be going ahead on your own? I think we need to go ahead and stop the dragon bones before they can get to Ilfra. Yeah, we got to get after those bones. Yeah, that's true. Then I wish you the best of luck. Please. If there's anything else that we can do for you, do not hesitate to ask. You're heroes. You are truly the finest heroes of our age. That's insane. <laughs> okay. Mary signs, we won't let you down. <laughs> I, I, I look at you guys and I look back at her really quickly as if to indicate, do we hug? Be, <laughs> be cool, like be cool. Be cool. Mary hugs Lilia. <laughs> Oh, I'm Corbin in. jumps in. Okay. I'm in. All right. Uh, fine. Ah, <laughs> uh, big group hug. Oh, man. Oh, by the way, you all get 2,000 silver. Holy Fuck shit. yes. Each of us? Each of you. Do. So uh, you guys are back at your rooms getting all packed up. So Mary spreads out uh, Fran's world map on the table in one of the parlors. And then she looks up at, at you, Slake, and signs, All right, Slake, you're the one who knows this entire world better than we do. What's the best way to get to Ilfra? Oh, well, I mean, I don't know that much, but uh, I mean, I guess, well, we could go west. There's a kind of an established road there. It's a longer route, but it'd be a little bit safer. Or, well, if we wanted to get there faster, we could go north, actually up through the Red Caverns where I used to live, uh, which, you know, it's faster, but... Maybe a bit more dangerous. That being said, I, I've got a bit of experience there, so hopefully we could uh, make short work of it. So you can you can guide us through. Take us to your ancestral home, Slake. Uh, sure. <laughs> I mean, faster sounds better to me. Yeah, I think that's the best call. I mean, we can fucking kick ass. So like, who cares? Danger. Schmanger. I know. Danger. Schmanger. I don't even Schmanger. know her. <laughs> you guys are gonna love it. I'll show you all my favorite spots. Uh, uh, there's this slime mold I found this one time. It's pretty incredible. I mean, I don't want to brag, but how much longer does it take to go west? Can you can you eat the slime mold? I haven't tried that. Oh, we gotta go, Mary. Finds, no, you shouldn't eat slime mold. It's Mary, in the name, Mary. You don't know that mold. Mold is. What do you think cheese is, Mary? Not mold. Mary, the casing on Brie cheese is mold. No, Mary signs, no, no, that can't be right. Mary, it is. I know this. No, but- How how do you know, Corbin? Because I love cold cuts and cheese. (laughs) Mary signs, no, but but like always said that that mold was- there's nothing worse than mold. We- I mean, mold is terrible. Don't tell me that I've been eating mold all mold this time. Mold will kill you. <laughs> then why do we eat the... Mary Cause... looks very upset. She puts Mary, her head in her hand. Mary, she, it's okay. She holds out a hand just to stop. Just Mary, some up. mold is good. I, I pat Mary's back and I'm like, this world just is worse by the day. <laughs> Mary signs, nothing here makes sense. <laughs> None of the cheese on Astra had mold. I don't think that's true, I Mary. Think some I, of think. It had, I think some of it had mold, Mary. Mary, she puts her hands down in her lap and then signs, well, none of the cheese they served me had mold on it. I'm sure that's true, Mary. Strictly speaking, we can't know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. That's like like the first like real thing she ever heard. It was like these two going on about bread mold and how deadly it is. <laughs> like, it's a formative memory. Like literally the first time we ever spoke to her. <laughs> oh, Mary. Well, well, she's an amazingly well-adjusted. <laughs> to be honest, yeah. Incredible. All right. Well, 
I guess you guys are going to go north then, up through the red caverns. North. <laughs> that is what we decided with <laughs> that conversation. <Yeah. laughs> conversation that was mostly about mold, but it's we important. did come to a conclusion. <laughs> I assume you take the night to rest and yeah. sleep and yeah, because I would assume like they're gonna they're a huge caravan hauling super heavy shits so, like they're gonna take a lot longer than we are gonna yeah. be able to mm-hmm. to take. Do we have to get like rations or supplies or any of that? Oh shit? yeah, you do actually need to get yeah. rations. Yeah, we should pick up rations. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Call. yeah, Yep. So you guys, uh, you get your rations, and uh, are you going to go on foot or are you gonna get horses? It's like you have a horse. That's true. Oh yeah. Wait, oh, shit, yeah. We could buy one more horse and like get a carriage, maybe. Yeah, that's true. true. You, get, you could get a cart. Inside of a we carriage? could get a cart. cart. Yeah. A cart is like a hundred silver, and another horse is another hundred silver. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yeah, you can get a little covered wagon, <laughs> but it's like it's got a painted canvas cover on it, and it has a little door on the back that has flowers painted on it, and it's all really nice, bright colors. And inside, there's a there's actually there are a couple cots for sleeping inside. Nice. nice. All right, so you get a, a cart, you get a horse. Uh, what do you name this horse? Oh, well, right now we have one horse named, named Ainsley. Ainsley. It's got to be the Gap. <laughs> all right, so you guys have your wagon. You have your horses. You've got all your supplies. You've got rations. Uh, it is just, uh, I'd say, you know, it's mid-morning by this point. Mm-hmm. Are you guys ready to head out? Uh, I think it's time to go. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Let's let's leave little love notes for all of our friends. Yes. Aww. But mostly Dodson Goodson. Mostly mm-hmm. for Dodson. Mostly for Dodson. Oh, Dodson comes to the gate to see you guys off. Oh. And he is he's the one who's like packed your packs like really nicely. Oh my god. Did, did he make us like little lunches? Yeah, he made you little lunches. <laughs> Corbin, yours is just cold cuts. Oh my god. Dodson. Dodson. I miss you so much. <laughs> That's it. I want you to come with us. <laughs> it's okay. We know you need to stay here and do your duty. Should you ever return to Madria, I will be here to serve you faithfully. Okay. Bye, Dad. Time dots it. <laughs> Take care. Well, I'll miss you, son. I mean, good son. <laughs> <laughs> and he waves you off as you leave Madria. The city on the sea behind. He's truly the best of us. He yeah. was. Legend. A legend. <laughs> well, it's easy to see the tracks of where this uh, caravan has gone. Anybody you pass on the road is able to be like, oh, yeah, that caravan of dragon people, they went that way. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, but it takes you about a day before you are able to catch up to them. What do you want to do? You see that's a long train of about, like, six wagons and a probably a hundred people walking around the wagons mm. and behind and in front of them. Um, and it looks like they are being led by somebody uh, in the front. Uh, it looks like a human. A human? Yeah. There's a human. He's carrying a spear. He's got like a shield on his back. It Does he look like he's Phelan? <laughs> nope. Definitely not Phelan. He is taller than Phelan. Okay. okay. Well, have they seen us? Uh, well, I mean, right now you guys are just another wagon coming up the road behind them. Okay, okay. I guess what I would like to do is have all of us but one person go inside the wagon. Mm-hmm. And then I will do disguise self into the oldest, frailest, shakingest old lady <laughs> yes. that you have ever even imagined. <laughs> all right. Mm-hmm. Great. I love it. And mm-hmm. I... I am driving. Mm. I just want to like try to like go around them, kind of, like yeah. so we can pass them on the road and see who that person is. Yeah, yeah, you do. Um, you see who that person is. You do not recognize him. He's just a dude. Uh, looks maybe human, maybe elven. Kind of hard to tell. Mm. Tall, broad-chested, maybe like a hired guard. He definitely looks like he can fight. Okay, I stop our wagon in front of their wagon in the middle of the road, oh. and I go ah. Uh, <laughs> great start great start oh, wow uh coquin steps forward she's also at the front of the wagon train she says grandmother please is there anything we can help you with is there something wrong with your wagon I, oh i everything's wrong with it this stupid thing i get out and i like kick it really just ineffectually oh. uh coquin motions and two acolytes come up to like start looking at your wagon and see mm. if they can find the problem 
Okay. Um, are where where are you all headed with all these these things? I'm afraid our business is our own, grandmother. Uh, I'm so. I'm very old. I'll die anyway soon, so you can <laughs> you can tell me. I'm just a, I just I'm so curious. Why don't you roll a persuasion check? <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, sure. Yikes! Hmm. Um, so that's gonna be a sixteen. We are headed north to Ilfra. Okay. <laughs> I I go over to the human man. He looks down at you, and then raises an eyebrow. He doesn't say anything. And who are who are you? You're traveling with all these dragonborn. That's not the the type of company I would expect for them. Uh, he narrows his eyes at you, and then he takes a step back and he takes his spear, and he says, "You are not who you appear to be." And he casts a spell magic, <sighs> and uh, your illusion falls away. <laughs> Coquin turns to see him and says, What is this? Uh, what is this? I say. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good, co- good come back. <laughs> Fucking tell her. Did the queen send you? Corbin bursts out of the caravan and he says, We sent ourselves. <laughs> yeah, Mary follows after and like pulls Slake after yes. her. <laughs> Hi, Coquin. <laughs> Coquin shakes her head and says, We will not be returning to Madria. We have tried to seek the answers that we need from our mortal allies, and they have not given us any help. So we will travel north to those who who will help us accomplish our goals. Are those people named Torva? Power is power no matter who wields it. So yes. So that's a yes. Who's this guy? <laughs> she doesn't say anything. He shakes his head and says, I am of no import. Well, that's a lie. You should work on your self-esteem. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> nice one, Slate. Yeah, get him, Slate. I-, I just genuinely think, yeah, you got him, Slate. Yeah, oh, oh man. He's not getting out of bed tomorrow. I mean, valuing uh, what you can do is, is good. Mary signs, we can't let you go any further. She draws herself up to her full godly height of about, like, five foot three. I love Mary. And she signs, we will stop you. And the man steps forward now, and he, like, pushes Coquin back. And he looks at her and he says, oh, you are too young. You're too young to know the fight that you are beginning or the eternity that you face. And she takes a step back. She goes, I, I don't know what you're saying. Hey, guys, shut up. Don't talk to Mary I like s- that. I step in front of Mary, and I'm like, you tell us your name. She's old as fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he points his spear, and he says, I will help my brother end this, and it will be better for us all. And he's making direct eye contact with Mary as he says it. And, uh... He points his spear and a thousand spectral spears appear above you, surrounding you, all around you. Can you all make a deck save, please? <laughs> well, oh, I nat 20, y'all. I got 16. Okay. I got a, um, a, um, a, <laughs> a one. Okay. Oh, no. I siphoned all of your energy. Can you guys um, hand me all of your d6s? Oh, boy. Six. Oh. I forgot what that one was. That's five. It's 20. What the fuck? I'm going to be killed by this. a god? Not me. I'm not 20. <laughs> I'm alive. So that's I'm going to live. So, Corbin, you succeeded. You will take half damage. The rest of you, that is 52 damage. Woof. Fuck this guy. But as that damage comes down and it comes down for you hard, Mary steps forward and casts her hand up and a brilliant shield of golden light surrounds you and you take no damage. What? Yo! Her eyes are blazing golden and there's just like crackling power comes off of her. Her cloak billows out behind (sighs) her. And as she does this, 
the man, the spear, surges forward, and he lands his spear into the dome and sends cracks through it. And Mary stumbles, and the shield shrinks, and it falters. I put my hand on her shoulder. Are you going to try and support her with, with magic? Yes. Oh, oh, bitch, me too. All right, roll. I get right on up there. Okay. I got 24. 15. Okay. Uh, Mary rolled a 20 and a 2. So she, it's like, she takes it and the shield blazes back to life and then she, it's, it's too much power. She starts to lose control. It starts to fizzle and spiral in her hands and Minotine slams his spear against the shield again and it cracks again but it does not falter. And then he puts a hand against the shield and he peers in. He says, It would be easier, you know, if you let your father declare a name for you. If you keep this up, there won't be a you left to name. And he turns away and when Mary's eyes fade and the shield falls, he and the caravan are gone. 